0: Alright guys, I can't work out how that sound is going to uh, come out. So we're still playing around with the idea of using the sauna as a venue. But today is Monday, the 2nd of April. So we've just come in, or just come out of that lot Savings actually. And um, I thought I'd do a little bit of a tester, see how it goes. Uh, the general consensus from most people was that People are sort of interested if we can put together something podcast-wise, so I'm going to officially do the first the first uh, volume, uh, hopefully with Elvis, on the day that we do our grading, which is next Monday, the 9th of April. So we're going to have Elvis out, he's going to hopefully come out a little bit earlier up. and we'll, we'll get something down and have a chat and see how it all sort of goes together, so... You can sort of look forward to that, hopefully, and we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, today, I just thought I'd throw something together. This may not even go out to anyone, I'm not too sure, but I thought I'd just test it a little bit. And uh, I wanted to talk about how how the weather... I've talked about this before, how the the seasons sort of affect people, but particularly with the timings with, with Daylight Saving, like the last few weeks have been slightly quieter in regards to the classes and it's nothing to do with something that's going on here at the academy like everything's same old same old we're doing good things people having a good time so it's nothing like that it's just purely that people are, are so controlled just as a mass when i say people that means me it means everybody they're controlled by the by the uh, you know their outside environment <clears throat> and uh the reason i can tell this is that it's not just something at the academy, is you know, I chat to other people who are businesses who who train here. And they'll say, Yeah, it's quiet. And you even go down to the shops and it's quiet. People are just so controlled by, especially if it gets dark at different times. So towards the end of daylight saving, there it was sunrise wasn't until like seven o'clock, and then and then in the end it's, it's sort of getting darker earlier and I don't have an actual scientific explanation for it, but it affects people. People, are, it gets dark. It's really easy for people to finish working. go, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, I'll have a day off. Day, you know, one day off today becomes, ah, oh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, before you know it, you're having the week off and and you've eaten rubbish that week because you're not training you're sort of not switched on. Ah, oh, next week I'll be right. I'll get back to it next week. And, and things snowball. And... I'm a really big believer that we have to physically exert ourselves to stay happy. Like I just, there's something to it. There's definitely something to it. I personally think it's a little bit sort of caveman-ish where we definitely were more more active prior to what we are now. I think the modern human, we've, we've done such a good job of making things so comfortable for ourselves that we don't really have to want for anything. We don't have to hunt for our food. We don't have... You can, you can drive to a store. They'll have it pre-packaged for you. You can cook it. You, you can even go and they've already cooked it for you. Everything's done. Everything's so easy. So if you choose not to, you can survive easily and never have your heart rate go over, you know, uh, walking walking in and out of buildings or to a car or something. So I I think our bodies, butt are still in that caveman mode where our bodies need to be active, they need to be doing something. And, I mean, you just take a look at people that are keeping themselves busy and doing stuff physically and mentally, they're generally happier. They're generally... Obviously, they're in physically better shape and that that seems to have a a big effect on our overall well-being. There's no secret to it. Uh, I I think jujitsu is such a good um, avenue for doing that, such an outlet because it not only physically tests you, it also mentally tests you. It makes you learn. It makes you learn a skill. It makes you learn not just learn a skill, but then have to try and make your body repeat that skill. And then it makes your body have to try and repeat that skill while somebody else is trying to choke you to death. And there's something to that 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 gives you this sort of euphoric feeling when you finish doing that. And especially once you actually start to get it, once it starts to make a bit of sense. I mean in the beginning it's just a great feeling you have a physical contact of trying to go at it with someone else and after a while it becomes so much about the actual chess game of it. Uh, and and it's uh, it's something you can do for a long time. You don't you don't have to you don't have to go crazy and do five or six days a week. I mean I do that and I think it's I think it's fantastic and there's people plenty of people here that do train like that and that sort of workload. But that's not the only way that you can do it. There's plenty of people who train two to three times a week. It still keeps them definitely better at choking someone out than 95% of the population, and keeps them happy, keeps them in shape. Uh, you know, if you keep a reasonable diet around that, uh, I think you're definitely on a good path to keeping yourself relatively happy. So, I think the big thing to consider is: Are you going to allow the fact that outside is darker earlier are you going to allow that to affect your happiness are you going to convince yourself in your head that you deserve to hibernate <clears throat> it's a good time that you can just eat whatever you like you know, pack on 15 kilos through winter i'll deal with it through summer like it's there's no need for the yo-yo there's no need for the roller coaster ride just set good habits and stick to them and i'm not saying this has some type of motivational thing. I'm just saying it because it's something I believe in. And I think if more people could do that, we'd have a lot more happy people and less miserable people that are negative and, and, and not happy with their life. So I think um, the moral of my ramble here is most definitely... Use it as a challenge. So rather than go, you might even go home and sit on the lounge and then motivate yourself to go, no, I'm not staying here. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. I'm going to get it. I know there's a class that starts at this time. I'm doing it. Even a good way to do it if you have trouble motivating yourself is you have prerequisites. You say, every week I have to do these classes. These are classes that can work around my timings. I'm going to make them work. There's obviously always going to be a time you can convince yourself of something else. Oh, I've got to whatever. I've got to feed the dog. I've got to look after my grandchildren. I've got to look at whatever it is you can come up with. I mean, it's easy to come up with it. And, and the excuses. Sometimes I'll even say to people, why are you are not training or why are you are not doing the extra class? And they can't even come up with an excuse. And I don't, I don't say that because I, I don't ask people because I'm trying to make them feel bad. I just want people to be accountable. I want people to learn how to push themselves. And especially if you're already here, why not? If you've got the time, why not do two classes? Why not do two Um, back-to-back? More activity, a couple of hours worth of, of, uh, you know, busyness that keeps your mind busy. If you're here doing that, you're probably not at home eating chocolate or having lollies or having a pizza or whatever it might be. And when it comes time to have that, you'll have earned it. You'll have voluntarily earned it. It's not a matter of not... It's not a matter of living like a saint and thinking that, that... if you want to, uh, you know, succeed at it, you need to just eat lettuce leaves and fried, uh, you know, boiled chicken breast or something. It's, that's not the case at all. Uh, moderation is definitely the key, um, especially with food. But I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about that because I see it every year, and it's not just me. Uh, it's not just me, like I said, that you notice the Westfields is quieter, you notice know, the local the local shops quieter. And if people are, are willing to not go to the shops, they're, they're, they're really easily talked out of not going to training. And, and I think that just starts a spiral. So let's try to keep ourselves motivated. Let's whether it's that you've got a buddy you train with, then you just make each other accountable. I don't believe in training buddies as far as relying on them for you to go. So what I mean by that is you see plenty of people who, and I used to have it back when I was a young fella doing weights, and it'd be like, you know, I go lifting with this guy. Oh, he's not available today. Oh, I'll just miss out on today. Oh, he's busy tomorrow. Oh, okay. And and before you know it, that person's lack of motivation and self-control is now your problem. Now your lack of motivation and self-control and blaming someone else is not is not, uh, you know, not acceptable. So have someone that makes you accountable. But if that person's not coming, hey, you try and be the strong one. You be the one that's like, well, I'm, I'm going. I've got to go. I, you know, I've told myself I'm going on Wednesday night or whatever it is. Then make it happen. Uh, I mean, it takes a long time to get good at jujitsu. It takes a long time to get. It takes a long time to get good at anything that's skill based. And. <clears throat> Especially once we come into adulthood, it's really easy to to just want things to happen straight away. And if something doesn't happen straight away for you, you just stop doing it. It's easy. You just, you just go, well, I'm an adult. I don't have to do this. Fuck it. I'm, I'm going to move to the next thing. And then you do that. And you go, well, fuck this. I'll move to the next thing. And, and before you know it, you don't actually really have anything. And you your next thing ends up being nothing. Or your next thing ends up being what most people are doing with their lives, which is going to work going home, probably watching TV, eating something that's not all that great and going to bed and then waking up and then probably doing the same thing over and over and then come the weekend. For some reason, they've earned this because they've gone to work all week so then they get drunk or written off and before you know it, you're an unhealthy, unfit, unhappy person. It's like I've been around... I've been around people living like that. There's, And it's just... Um, it's just not a not a situation that ends up producing a happy output. So <clears throat> don't rely on someone else. Motivate yourself to go, and appreciate that skill based things take time. So jujitsu, for instance, it takes time. It takes it's a skill based exercise, and you're going to get humbled every day. I mean, I got tapped by one of our purple belts. I'm a black belt. I've been training for thirteen years. I got tapped by one of our young purple belts the other day, and rather than being frustrated or getting the shits or ah oh, this sucks and oh I suck today this is I just go you yeah, know that's part of, that's part of the course I, I was actually more happy that this young guy who came through who started really with nothing is now at a level where he can he can make me have to tap I mean that's just phenomenal that that actually made me more happy now it doesn't mean I'm hoping the guy taps me every day because that means I'm slipping but it's about perspective, and I think people easily look for the negatives, easily, and it's not even they look for it, they're just in a habit of doing it, they don't, they don't even realize that that's how they're living, whatever it is, the first response is to look at the negative, or how does, how does this affect them negatively, Um, even something, I mean this sounds really ridiculous, it sounds really sort of hippie, but even something as simple as, you drop a glass at home, you smash it on the ground, what do most of us do? Ah, oh, fuck, you swear and you kick something and you, you know, it, it actually elevates your heart rate. You get the shits. You... <clears throat> but why? You've dropped it. It's already hit the ground and smashed. So you're not, you, you can't reverse that. You can't bring it back through space and stop it from happening. So I'm a big believer in, in. and this, this can't be applied to everything, but I, I think it really can to a lot is if something's happened and it's out of your control to be able to stop it or change it, you've got to learn now how to deal with it. And if you just allow the feeling of unhappiness to be the overriding, um, you know, the overriding feeling, uh, you're just going to let that carry you away. I think, for instance, I drop a glass, it smashes, I look out on the floor, floor. of course I think, I've got to clean it up, but that's it. It it ends there, it doesn't give me any more anguish. I do what I have to do to clean it up, I move on. And I know that might seem like a trivial example, but it's just maybe a good example. You know, you drive along in traffic and someone pulls and cuts in in front of you. Definitely 20-year-old Luke could flip the guy off, tailgate him. Um, who knows? you yeah, either end up in an altercation or they, they don't want to or whatever it is. It's, it's either way, it gives you stress. It gives you all this shit you don't need for what, I mean, for what? And I mean, especially that situation, let's look at that situation. I, I uh, abuse somebody, he gets out of the car, he walks up to the car and he stabs me in the face. It might, might seem, oh, that's crazy. It wouldn't happen. I mean, we're living in times where that sort of thing does happen. And for what? It, so the other option is he pulls in front of me. I go, oh, you know, you fuck with whatever. And I, I move on. Well, I didn't lose anything. Whatever, he's in the lane now. We keep moving. And to sort of bring it around in a bit of a circle, I think jiu-jitsu somehow helps that. And a lot of people talk about this. Whether it's jujitsu or, or, or training any type of, generally training any type of combat, sport that puts you in your place regularly so guys that come in here and do mixed martial arts and they do sparring, they get this outlet where they, they're not just bubbling, waiting for something to like tip the pot over I find you come in here and it's nearly it. it's not that it turns the fire off, you don't want to live like just this vessel that's got no passion for anything but it, you learn what what needs your stress and what doesn't And and there's so many things in life that we give stress and heat to that just doesn't need it and um, you know, it's just another one of those things that the training will do for you. And, and these are all things that aren't easily measurable. So, it's, it's, you know, someone comes in on their first day, it's not that easy. Even before their first day, they, they're talking to their friend and they're like, I want to try something. And they're wondering whether they should do Oztag or Netball or they should come and try something. And it's very hard for them to, get, un- to comprehend that feeling that they can get throughout their life if they come in here and they're tested in, in basically what's life a life and death struggle so i mean i know that's dramatizing a little you might think oh it's just you know just wrestling but if you don't tap out they're going to choke you into to sleep if, they, if they're a bad guy they're going to choke you out and they're going to who knows well, i mean you're unconscious what are you going to do they're gonna jump on your head gonna do whatever so i think that uh there's definitely something to that there's something to Coming in here and being put in your place, even then, like I just said, even at the top of the pecking order in the academy, I still get put in my place. And I think as long as you've got a bit of an open mind, you're always gonna. I compete regularly. Trust me, I, I get put in my place. Competition is, competition is the ultimate. So then there's another thing: there's people who can become what they call gym lions. And the gym lions are the guys who are the the champions of the world in the gym, but they never, they never go out and they are never tested. And they never test themselves due to whatever reason, you know. Um, and there's many different reasons that they can come up with themselves as to why they don't. I get hurt. I I can't do it. My missus won't let me. I can't do it for work. But the reality in the days they're not doing it because it's it's they're worried about testing themselves and what might happen if things don't go their way. And um, I mean, I have those feelings. Don't don't get me wrong. They're perfectly normal human feelings. That it's competition anxiety so it's not scared like guys talk about mma fighters and they will be like this guy's scared this guy's scared of this guy um it's not really the case like so let's take guys who are fighting mixed martial arts for instance if if they're the sort of character who's happy to sign up to fighting somebody in the cage with little to no protection and particularly in the beginning for little to no money They're normally a certain type of individual, generally not an individual who allows fear to control them. They're generally happy to accept that fear exists, but then to just move past it. They're a bit like that kid who, I don't know, he's on the side of the, he's on the side of the skate ramp. And then there's a kid who's going to sit there for five minutes, 10 minutes, and then back out. Or there's a kid who just steps up to it and goes, and you know, the face plants or he lands on his wheels, but either way he goes. And I think guys who, who compete in mixed martial arts are a lot like that kid who just gets up there and goes. They're they're happy to go, fuck it. I'm gonna see how this turns out. And we'll let the cards lay where they fall. And um, those are the you know, those are the guys who are definitely not scared. So, you know, you've got people who are not even training, who are doing all these things we've talked about to try and better themselves, and they're the ones who can have a very big say on guys who are doing everything to put it on the line. And I mean, it's a little bit of a rant sort of flowing from one thing to another. But like you look at these guys who are fighting at the highest level, who are fighting for the UFC or Bellator or or whatever it is, even local shows, you'll see guys and there's people on there commenting on Facebook, calling them losers, calling them a bum, calling them a pussy, calling them they're scared. And out of interest, I can't help myself. I, I find myself clicking on some of these people just to see whether they are what I think they are and they're generally one of two things they're either private so you know nothing about them or which is you know like a dog barking on a fence where they can't get out or they're you know there's somebody who's leading this shell of a life that's this that's an absolute joke he's living i mean the, the saying always is that he's living in his mum's basement and uh and they've got the hide to be calling out someone who's out there putting on the line doing doing the thing um if, if you learn something from today, hopefully it's one, create routines and, and push yourself to do something active each week. If you can, do something that pushes you physically and mentally. But secondly, don't, don't be somebody who thinks that they can pass judgment if you're not doing it. I think that's it. Like, it's not to say, I don't know, let's say you follow the football, you're clearly not a football player. You, you've maybe played some football in high school and you go, ah, oh, this guy sucks. You chat to your mate and you go, ah, oh, he drop the ball, fuck, he sucks, whatever. But, but where people go, particularly let's look at fighters, you know, that's an individual now and people go into their, their personal Instagram or Facebook and they directly attack this person who's, who's fighting another human being in a case, like I said, minimal protection, minimal money. I don't care who you are unless you're another fighter unless you're another fighter who's who's in their division and can fight against them, you don't have a right to say something. And a lot of people think, well, I'm a fan, I can do what I want, but just think about what type of person you are. Um, and the unfortunate thing is about a lot of these people who who do that, they're also the same guy who, when they see that fighter at, will you name it, a gym, an event, whatever, they'll go up to them, they'll ask for a photo, tell them they're their favourite guy. And there's nothing weaker, the only thing weaker than someone who's, who's having a go at somebody when they shouldn't be, is a guy who then backs over on that and tries to be their best buddy when they see him in real life, because it's like the ultimate of lows. So, for those of you out there that are planning on trolling uh, Facebook or Instagram, just my uh, motto, my motto, as far as social media is concerned, is I won't say anything to anybody, on social media, that I wouldn't say directly to their face if they were allowed to fight me. And that might seem a bit full on, but, but it's a very good way to vet what you're saying. So you're sitting there, you're scrolling through your Instagram at night before you go to sleep, and you see, let's say, for instance, Tony Ferguson's just pulled out of the fight, which is supposed to happen this weekend with Khabib Nurmagomedov. I guarantee you, Tony Ferguson is getting bombarded by people giving him horrendous amounts of shit because he's not fighting now if we apply that rule of they can't say anything unless they're unless they'd be happy to say it in front of him and be prepared to fight him i think you'd find that he would receive probably about 100 less than what uh he's getting there's maybe, maybe not 100 maybe there's a few just flat out crazy people who who don't care what they say to anyone and they're happy to get in a fight over their words but most people in society, um, yeah. Let's look at school. They wouldn't just go up to the bully and, and give him a spray. Most people would have kept out of his way and kept quiet. It's like this is their opportunity to say something with zero repercussions. I think the quicker everyone learns how to act uh, in that regard. I mean, the online the online presence of people is for a lot of people their online presence is bigger than their physical presence in life. There's some people who are more they're, they're more of an online personality than they are in real life. And you can take your pick of who that is, but um, yeah, it's, I mean, this is a rabbit hole that that would just keep going around in circles and me sitting here by myself will just, there's not even someone to bounce off here. So this will just be a bit of a, I think it's diatribe is the word I'm after. Feel free to correct me on that. I'm sure you guys will. Anyway, let's let's wrap it up from there. So let's just have a think. Uh, Commit to something. Don't allow allow the fact that it's dark outside to dictate what you're doing with yourself physically and mentally. Secondly, find something that is a passion-based thing that you enjoy doing that you can do every day if you choose and pushes you physically and mentally. So, um, you know, I played played sports as a kid. I played soccer and baseball, but I don't think they fit that mold. And I'm not saying this as a gym owner. I'm just saying it as someone who believes in in what I'm trying to say here. Um you need something where you can go each day and be around people who are gonna push you physically and mentally. So you're gonna be exhausted, you're gonna be tired, you're gonna get physically stronger and fitter, and your brain is gonna have to work, it's gonna have to problem solve. So unless you're sitting at home doing Sudoku puzzles all day instead of instead of uh Netflix, you need to find something like that. Secondly, these aren't there's really two related things, but that's sort of the direction that we've gone here. Don't be a troll. It's the worst type of human. You can do it without anyone knowing, even listening right now. Have a serious thing to yourself. Have you done that? I, to tell you the truth, I can answer. I haven't. I've never written something to somebody on Facebook or Instagram that I wouldn't say directly to their face if we could get in a physical altercation afterwards. Uh, now, in saying that, let's say you—I um, don't know—you write something on Kim, Kanye, uh, Kim, Kim, what's her name? Kim Kardashian you think you can beat her in a fight, so you think, well, I oh, would say this true in real life, you know, fuck you, you fat bitch, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not really what I mean. That's not the best use of my analogy. Um, go back to that negative, what's the, what's the point in looking at things from a negative way? What is there to be gained from it? And you spreading that negativity continues to go on to somebody else, and it just continues to go round and round. Uh, I think I'm starting to talk round and round, so I'm going to call it there. And uh, again, let me know what you guys think. I'm gonna actually have people to talk to in the future and uh, look forward to this one with all of us soon. So let me know what you guys think of what's going on.